We're here to shine a light on the forgotten generation. This is the Modern Gen X Woman podcast, and I'm Jackie Gadeen. And I'm Amy Bishop. We're business and career coaches who work with women like you. And we are pissed. You should be too. Because we have not been seen or heard, and that changes now. Listen up, because we're going to share with you insights and ideas to make these years our best years. F you, midlife. Welcome to our summer short series where each week Mimi and I talk off the cuff about a single idea, quote, concept, inspiration, or current event. There's something invigorating and exciting about doing something different. Maybe it's something you used to do or something you've wanted to do or something brand new. When we hit midlife, it could feel like every day is the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. How do you break out of that feeling? We're here to talk about the seven things to do in your 50s. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Mimi. You know, one thing I want to start by saying that you could do this anytime, but there's something about these things in midlife in midlife that just give you a kick. That, right, a kick, a kick and makes you feel... Uh, different, I think, yeah. after you've done that. It's, right. It's like a before and after. And they don't have to be tremendous things no. either. And we would love for people, if you're listening yeah, to like, this, what send you, us like one of yours and maybe we'll do like right. a follow-up. Yeah, we should do a follow-up. So yeah. send us either if you if you do one of these, if you've done one of these, or other suggestions. Yes. All right? So email Mimi at ModernGenXWoman.com or Jackie at Jackie at ModernGenXWoman.com. And we would love to hear. All right, so this first one I personally did a few weeks ago. Actually, I think this is why we came well, up I with the concept. Well, I think it was concept. my – right, and I think it was – yeah, go ahead. Right, so I had Jackie – I was house-sitting at Jackie's, and she's got this gorgeous in-the-ground pool with a diving board. And, and three dogs. And three dogs. So I was house-sitting and dog-sitting for her, and I had gone through a really rough week. And I said to her, you know what, Jackie – when you leave, I'm going to jump off your diving board into the pool naked. And I did during broad daylight. Yes. And I, my mother was horrified. I'm like, I just don't care. Yeah. Well, we, so it's, I'm so glad you said this because, I mean, we talked about this and we were laughing about it, but ever since we got the pool, Peyton and I go naked night swimming at least twice in the summertime. <laughs> and, and just be doing it at night just because it's silly and funny. Yeah, and, yeah. and we put the pool lights on and we jump in and and it's usually after we have people over or a late night where we just like don't even want to get on, like put our bathing suits on yeah, so we just like, yeah, rip off our clothes and jump in. in. And it's, it is so much fun. And it feel first of all... It's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's freeing. Mm-hmm. It's naughty. Uh-huh. It feels like you're 20 again. I needed all of that this day. Right? And I, especially... But, but to boot that it was like 2 in the afternoon yes. when I did it. Now, she does have pretty high... I do. I have, I have but, like, like fence of trees. Trees. Uh, so, not even bushes. But... but. Uh, Someone could have seen, and I just don't care. Yeah, she just didn't care. But there is nothing like feeling your the water go through your vajayjay. <laughs> there gonna, is. I wasn't going to go there, but all right. Of course you're not. But really, there's something interesting. Like, just, like, jumping in and it hitting your vagina is funny. Oh my God. I, you I don't had, think so? I don't even recall She did that. take a picture of herself. She did not, not show naked. me her boobs. Yeah, no, she no, showed yeah. me the top of her Just, neck. I'm like, I did it. 
I, when I was jumping in the water, that was like the last thing from my mind. And I can't even remember that. So I can't sensation. Even it's no. funny because it's so, it's such, just a weird sensation because you know, you, you never, it. You, you never have it. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe I'll have to do it again to yes. see. You'll have to do it again to see. <laughs> All, right, All right. Number two, Mimi, I want you to talk, well, I want you to talk about this and I'll talk about my story because this also happened for you this week. Yeah. This, well, this summer. Right. So I then went on, I uh, proceeded to take myself on a really scary ass roller coaster by myself. So I, little backstory, um, it was the Cyclone, at, which is a famous um, roller coaster at Coney Island. And it was kind of spur of the moment. I had taken my niece on a road trip and coming back, we were, we passed it and I, I was like, pit stop. And she's like, what are we doing? I'm like, I, I've got to go on the roller coaster. And she's deathly afraid of these kinds of things. She'll, she'll be 21 in the fall. And she's like, are you crazy? And I'm like, uh, probably. And I did. Yeah. I went on and I had a blast and it was amazing. And I screamed and it was, you know, it's just, it's a great metaphor for life, right? It, it it's is. thrilling. It's scary. It's crazy. It's all those things. And it, and um, it's what I needed. I it, needed to jump naked in your pool and then go on a, and then on go a roller, on the roller coaster. coaster. But not naked on the roller coaster. That's that, a little too much. That is too much. Yeah. Well, I love a good roller coaster myself. And when we went to Hershey last summer, I did every roller coaster except for one. And I loved it, except there was one. So... I love roller coasters. I love roller coasters, but I recognize that I am very uncomfortable when it when the roller coaster does not go over your shoulder. The oh. bar doesn't go over your shoulders yeah. and it's just a lap bar. Yeah. That just makes me uncomfortable. So the one roller coaster that's phenomenal only has a lap bar and it's got a big circle. Like you can't fall out, but it just doesn't feel as secure for well, me, so I haven't gone on it. So the Cyclone doesn't have that, because it's an old wooden roller right. coaster. Right. Well, a lot of the wooden ones well, don't, don't, but this is one that that is um, like so tall, and it uh, kind of goes almost yeah. vertically down. So yeah. It's, oh, that would bother yeah. me, too. Yeah, it's I have to say that I'm extremely claustrophobic. So that moment where either the one goes over your shoulders or they press in, I have a moment of panic mm. because... It's so uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but I kind of then before you know it, you're going and you're kind of not thinking about it. But yeah. you know, it's that is the hardest part for me. So if you haven't gone on a roller coaster in your forties or in midlife, you must even if it's a smaller one, right? So when I went to Hershey with my cousins two years ago, my cousin does not go on anything, and but we did get her on a small roller coaster, okay. and she was thrilled because she yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't have to be a huge one, but right. just get that feeling, uh, that yeah. feeling of I can do this, I can do this, and and what is that like when you conquer it? Because there's nothing like that when you conquer a fear. I'm not going to tell you to put your hands in. Um, in a bucket of spiders, though. That's a little What's too far. What's that? The other no. day, I, so yesterday or the other day, there was an enormous, you're going to laugh because I have this fear of mice. Like, I am terrified of mice. But the other day, there was this enormous spider in the shower and mm. I didn't, I didn't want to kill it. So I picked it up and it was big. Like, it had a body. It was you picked gross. it up with your hands? Well, I had like oh. tissue, but like I felt its body mm. and I scooted it out the window because I felt bad killing it. Yeah, no, I get But that. yet- I'm like, if I saw a mouse, I would be running for the hills. I would rather have a mouse than a spider any day. So oh, yesterday, Scott, Sunday, Scott and I were, um, or Monday night, whatever it was, we were outside 
and there was this bug and I'm like, that bug looks, Scott's like, look at this bug, look at this spider. And I look and I was like, that's not a spider. It has six legs. He's like, is that a thing? So for my husband who has like a ridiculously high IQ, he was like, is that a thing? <laughs> Which was hysterical. But I was like, that bug looks familiar. So I took a picture. I was like, I wonder if it's, and it was one of those lantern, lantern Lant- bugs. Yeah. And I haven't seen one here. At all. And then I went back to try to kill it, but it was already gone. Oh. Because you've got to kill them. Yeah. Well, that I would, I guess yeah. I would kill it. Yeah. But I don't know. For some, it's a mindset thing, mm, right? It's funny. But whatever. Okay. So, Jackie, take yourself out to dinner solo. There is, first of all, you need to love the company of yourself and you need to learn to be comfortable in silence. Yeah. When I used to travel, so I don't know if I've shared this story, but I used to travel for work all the time. And I used to, my territory was from Maine to Miami. And I I had to go to North Carolina and South Carolina a lot. And I was traveling and I was in North Carolina and I went to go to dinner. And they're like, so I go in the hostess, like, how many? I'm like, one. She looks at me and her, she, there's a sheer panic on her face. Wow. And she looks around and I'm like, she said, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what? She's like, I don't have any tables in the corner. Like, nobody puts baby in the corner. She wanted to put me in the corner. She was so uncomfortable by the idea of someone eating by themselves that she was, like, trying to project that on me. And I was like, I was like, it's okay. Um, But it's so funny, and I didn't realize how few people ever go and sit and eat a meal by themselves, eat dinner by themselves. But there is something beautiful, even if you take a book, but there's something beautiful about going and doing that for yourself and feeling comfortable enough in yourself to do that. Yeah. I remember the first time I brought myself to a movie by myself and I felt so uncomfortable. But now, I mean, I go out to eat by myself all the, I went to a concert by myself. That's pretty bad. No, my but, cousin travels all over the world by himself. Yeah. He, li- he just loves it. Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. we have a good friend. Actually, I'll put her um, info in the show notes, Alessia. And she is the co-founder of a co- or the founder of a company called One Girl Travels, mm-hmm. and it's all about doing things on your own. She is a great example of that. But there's really something special about it. So Jackie and I were in Denver um, back in February, and we went out to dinner. And there was a, a young woman, and she was sitting across from us eating this lovely sushi meal. It was a really good sushi. It was too. excellent sushi. And she was reading a book by herself. And so when we were done, Jackie's like said to this woman, you are my business partner's dream because I was like, this is like a woman after my own heart because I love to do things like that. Yeah, I do too. I like, I like, but I have to say like, I did work up to it. It wasn't like I one day was felt comfortable walking. Now I don't think twice, but I did feel awkward in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like anything else you do it once you do it twice and it's all okay. Yeah. Next, take up a new sport. You know, Jackie's always doing this. I, and I'm doing this, you know, I'm doing this because think about it when we're kids, right? When we're kids, we go from thing to thing and we get bored easily, right? So maybe you play the piano a little bit, or maybe you play lacrosse a little bit, or maybe you, uh, you're on the track team for a little bit, or maybe you're doing art for a while. And some things stick and some things don't. But there's this curiosity that we have as children that we lose as we get older. And so find a sport and take it. You know, pickleball is huge. I mean, all of these people who never played a racket sport are now playing pickleball. So just find something that that interests you and try it out. Golf or ten, I'm, I'm doing tennis, um, doing a little bit of golf. But 
Whatever that looks like for you. There's a kickball. There are kickball leagues that you can I do. I loved kick, kickball. Me too. I loved kickball. So there are kickball leagues in, in most states. So just find something that could be interesting for you. And it also, again, what I love about it is not only does it get you to do something different in midlife, but you connect with new people. You make new friends. You you get a new community that you belong to. And there's something really special about that as we get older because meeting people is It gets harder. harder. And it's just a great way. Listen, it's a great way to meet new friends, have business contacts, yeah. just feel better about yourself. Yeah. And stop and be social. Yeah. Instead of being COVID-esque still. Yeah. Or like being a couch potato. Yeah. All right. This is something I make sure I do every summer. And so far, I'm still able to do it, which is a cartwheel. Every summer, so every summer I do a cartwheel and a split. I was on Kickline, yeah. and I'm very flexible. I am not flexible. So, I cannot believe how flexible Mimi is. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Is it? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah. Especially for our age. Yeah. yeah. So I could still do, you yeah. know, I could pretty much do a split. Yeah. Um, so every summer we do cartwheels on the beach, handstands on the beach. My handstands have gotten rusty and a split. There you go. And it's fun. Well, I, so. And it's very imperfect. That and that well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just make sure you don't pull something because you could right. pull a groin muscle. <laughs> um, I do headstands every year still. So this is actually a funny story. Is about three years ago, I was at my cousin's right before COVID, maybe four years ago now. I was at my cousin's and I don't know what we were talking did about. Did you hurt your neck? No, oh. I did it. I said I could still do a headstand. <laughs> so we were all joking. They're like, "No, you can't." So I get up there to do my headstand. My uncle, my mother's twin brother, who at that point was 76 years old, was like, I could do one too, Mr. Competitive. And he did a headstand. That's amazing. It was awesome. It was so awesome. And I was like, good for him. Yeah, that's it great. It was great. So, that is um, great. you know, here's my 70 something year old uncle who also did a headstand. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. See? So just go do it. All right. The next thing is get messy with arts and crafts. Like, pull out the finger paints. Just, like, don't worry about making it perfect or worry about getting dirty. Like, this is why painting with uh, wine, right? Wine right. nights, wine and painting, whatever it is, is so popular. Right. Right? It's fun. Yeah, and I, I love this idea of getting messy because we don't do that. We get we get very conservative with our mess, right? Um, because I got to clean it up or I don't want to stain my clothes or just get in there and get dirty, you know, do some clay, mold something, uh, paint with your fingers, just do something really arts and craft and, and um, messy. And then the last thing we want to talk about is wear a bright color and just break out of your style rut. We went to an event earlier this year and this woman was wearing a hot pink head to toe suit and it looked she, phenomenal. It just she rocked it. And I went up to her and I was I said, I have to tell you that suit is just phenomenal. And she was like, I'm so self-conscious. I'm so self-conscious. I'm so self-conscious. Because because it was a bright color. So, right. But I loved it and I wanted to wear it. And I'm glad I wore it. Because everyone was telling her how beautiful yeah, it was. Yeah, she did. She looked stunning. Yeah. And so just wear a bright color because there's nothing greater than being able to stand out from the crowd and to have the glow that comes from wearing a color that complements you. I I just think it's something everyone should do. It's special. You know, I think that, like Jackie said, I mean, I love neutral colors, but you can really get in a rut. Yeah. And just, it's something, it just adds like a spring to your step. Yep. So, so. spring away. 
All right. Well, on that note, this is the, the last of our summer series, our summer short summer series. Summer short series, and then we'll be back the next two weeks with our best of from the first half of the year. And then come September, brand new long format content, kicking off with an interview with Melinda Whitstock. Whit- yeah. Yeah, that's right. I had to yeah. think about it. Yeah. Who's who has the wings? She is of- a Wings of Inspired Business podcast. She uh, is a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, so, and so she's just love. a fascinating woman. It's a great way for yeah. us to come back. Yeah, from the it really is. So, or from the summer, I should say. So until until September. See you in September. Cheers to, to your magnificence. magnificence. Modern Gen X Woman is the podcast created with you in mind. If you're inspired by this episode please leave us a review. It's so important. Look, we know it's not easy for you to stop and go over and leave a review, but it is so appreciated by Mimi and myself, and it really helps other amazing Gen X women like you find us so that they too can become the modern Gen X woman.